Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast by EF3 Life. I'm your host, Dan Jason. At EF3 Life, we're happy to celebrate Holy Week with you as we journey with the Lord through His passion, death, and resurrection. Our prayer is that we'll all remain open to God in our lives and we keep Jesus at the center. Deeply rooted in the faith and founded on John 10.10, I came so that they might have life and have it to the full. We believe every day is a gift for us to share God's love with the world. Be sure to visit ef3life.com and follow us on social media at EF3Life. Today's guest, Garrett Bernardo, is one of my close friends and a brother in faith who I'm so grateful to journey through life with. As a former Catholic missionary at Seton Hall University, collegiate athlete, and the CEO of Novice Clothing Company, Garrett's presence and willingness to share his deep faith is a tremendous blessing. Remaining open to where Christ calls him, Garrett has built a community wherever he's been, sharing the love of the Lord with everyone he encounters. During the podcast, Garrett talks about the power of resurrection, the importance of connectivity, and ultimately believing in something far greater than ourselves. Having walked the same streets as Jesus and even swimming in the Sea of Galilee, Garrett shares a life-changing experience that he had during his pilgrimage in the Holy Land during a past Holy Week. And we uncover the ways that God uses each experience of our lives to draw us closer to him. Well, everybody, thank you for joining the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. I'm so blessed to be here today with a good friend of mine, Garrett Bernardo. Garrett, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, DJ. Uh, It's an honor to be here. Um, Really excited to just dive in with you and couldn't be more grateful for the opportunity yeah so it is holy week and we're preparing for the ultimate time of our life as as believers and that's easter sunday which is on the way but before we get into a lot of what this week means for us maybe you can just explain to us what faith has meant to you growing up and how it's come to full fruition now that you're you know past your college years and you're building something great at novice yeah i mean i guess put simply faith is everything to me it's the center of my life um you know jesus is is the man that i try to uh, model my life after and i've had amazing role models um, and parents and siblings and great friends um, and I'm blessed to, to work as, alongside some great friends like yourself. And, um, yeah, the faith is just, I just see it as central to everything that I do. It's what gets me excited about business opportunities that we have to, to further the mission and, and further the kingdom. Um, it drives me to want to take care of my body and work out and work hard. Um, and just to not only chase my dreams that I feel that God has put there, on my heart, but also encourage others to to pursue theirs. Yeah, I love that. And it's interesting when we look back at our life, each of us, we take time to reflect, especially during these 40 days, because there's a lot that goes on the 40 days leading up to Easter. It allows us that time and space to do so. When, you know, you sharing your journey with me when we first met, it's interesting where we did meet, first of all, at a Bible study, and then ultimately for me to learn that you were a missionary. Maybe you could take us back to that, you know, you walking into the Bible study at St. Pius, and then how this developed into a really cool friendship. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just evidence of God's hand every step of the way. 
Um, but yeah, I was a college baseball player and really had my dreams set on playing professional baseball and just amazing how God transformed my heart to really give me and put me in a place towards the end of my career where I was like, you know what, maybe I'm not so much looking to be a professional baseball player as much as I'm trying to use whatever platform God gives me to impact others for Christ. So um, just amazing how things play out. And I got an opportunity to um, be a missionary with focus at Seton Hall University. Um, it was just a kind of a out of the blue meet and greet with recruitment team members from focus. And I took a leap of faith and said, yes. And I think that simple yes and being obedient to God in certain ways like that throughout my life is what's led me to the next thing that God's trying to do in my life. So uh, when it was time to leave focus as a missionary, I, I felt that God was opening the doors for me to really pursue my dream of running novice full time. And it was scary because nothing was guaranteed, but I felt, you know, that I had to say yes. I, I felt that almost responsibility to to my faith in God that, you know, I could say yes. And just that yes brought me back home to the Albany area. And, you know, after being in an amazing uh, community with focus, I was searching and seeking that out back home when a friend who had supported me in my missionary years um, suggested that I come to a Bible study at St. Pius. And that's where I met Danny J. Um, and I think from the first night that we met, um, I kind of heard Dan's story, him playing college basketball at Lemoyne. And I was like, you're not from here, are you? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't, I, I thought, you know, I was on an island uh, growing up in, in this area. Um, not to say that there weren't some amazing people, but uh, to meet a guy like Dan, uh, who was leading a Bible study, former collegiate athlete, there was a lot of things that just clicked um, more than just the faith even. So that was a blessing. And uh, the relationship has grown leaps and bounds ever since. But it's centered on Christ, which which is amazing. Most important thing. Yeah, that's that's so cool. And what I love there that you said is that you felt like you had to say yes to God and where he's leading you in your life. Now, to me, that's extremely admirable. And I, I hope and pray that many people, everybody can get to that point in their life. But it calls to my mind during this Holy Week about Jesus showing up at the Sea of Galilee and saying, come follow me. Hmm. Now, Jesus, if we think about it, he shows up in our own seas of Galilee in our life. But do we follow him? Hmm. So during these 40 days of preparation, you know, as we're getting ready for the passion, death and resurrection of the Lord, he's showing up in a big way in our life. And when we take that time to reflect and we think about it, we call to mind the times when God did ask us to step out of the boat and to do something different. Hopefully, even if we didn't say yes before, we can now. And I think you are a prime example of that. You know, becoming a missionary, that's not an easy task. Especially when it comes to you and, and you know, you could say, well, wait a second, I'm not ready for that yet, right? Right. But right. you were open to it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's key, Dan, uh, just the openness. A lot of people 
um, can write off an incredible plan that God has for their lives just by being closed, closed minded um, in the sense of not thinking that God could do something extraordinary in them or in their situation. So openness is, is, is a key thing. It also just calls to my mind that, you know, you mentioned at times, especially as young people who have faith, it could almost seem like we're on an island or we're walking alone, but there are other people out there and God's going to line up those people and have those encounters happen. And together we can do and build something great for him. And it makes me think about, too, that, you know, you had the 12 apostles. That's that's a good, decent group of people. It's a team. Right. But it's not an extreme amount. It's not just, you know, a huge crowd that everybody's dispersed doing all these things, but it's a small knit group. How can you see a small knit group in your life having had such power and the ability to build something, especially what we think that is happening here at Novice? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that might be the most important thing. And, um, you know, Jesus had his Peter, James, and John. So he had his 12, but he had his three. And he had, you know, just people that could hold him accountable to be the man that God was calling him to be. I mean, he was Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but I think the model was laid out for us that we can't do it alone. You know, Jesus didn't come on this earth and do it alone. He did it with people that weren't even perfect next next to him, but they were on the same mission. And so as we've grown our business and wanted to chase after things that, you know, might be lofty to some people, uh, I think it's been just incredible and so essential to our success to be surrounded with people that believe in something greater that we're doing on a mission for something far beyond what we're capable of as individuals. So, um, you know, it's, we're trying to live Christ-centered lives. So yes, it's, it is really important that we all have Christ at the center of our life, but also just the work ethic and everything that flows from having Christ at the center of your life. I think that's a testament to who we are as a team, you know, all of our success, maybe some people would say, oh, they're just really smart or, oh, they're just talented in sports or have a lot of friends. I think all of us see it as these are the gifts that God's given us. And because we know who we are, we know uh, that this is not something that we're doing on our own. It's the hand of God is very much in everything. Well, I greatly appreciate your humility. It's one of the finest characteristics I believe that you implore and have because it's something to be said about, you know, understanding that we can do great things, but it's not us who does it. It's God working in us. And you said it. And yes, it's, it's you know, we're building something great here at Novice, but as you mentioned, it's far more important what we're doing in the world, like the witness and the ability to live out our faith in our daily life to challenge one another, to fire each other up, to hold each other accountable in the faith. Because after all, what is it that we're chasing after? Yeah, is it great to make amazing apparel? Absolutely, right? But you mentioned the mission is far greater than that. So as long as we continue to stay aligned to that, God is going to open up doors that we could have never imagined. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's happening every day. And I think just to have each other to help realize that, because sometimes it gets hard, 
and sometimes one of us can't see it as much as the other but that's the beauty of a team you really pull each other along so it's been a blessing This podcast is sponsored by Novice Clothing Company. Novice prides itself on custom apparel with a fresh look. Outfitting programs from U Sports to the pros, looking fresh and performing at a high level never looked or felt so good. So many businesses are rocking the crown on their chest because they desire to be outfitted by the best. Novice is the official apparel chosen by Harrison Bucker of the Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs. It's time to visit NoviceClothingCompany.com and follow them on social media at NoviceClothing.co. Choose Novice. Claim your crown. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I'm so grateful to be here with Garrett Bernardo, and we're talking about God's plan in our life, Holy Week, and just everything that he has in store for us, especially when we are looking forward to the Easter season and the resurrection of the Lord. Amen to that. Big, big week. Holy Week is a big time week. So maybe you could talk a little bit about resurrection power in your life. You know, During this Holy Week, we're preparing, and there is that waiting in the tomb. But then on Sunday morning, no matter what we've been through in our life, no matter how hard those Friday moments are, we experience God's glory like never before. And we're born again. We have that newness of life. What does resurrection power mean to you? Yeah, I think think when I was growing up, just the resurrection was just like – a phenomenon that I, I almost couldn't really comprehend or maybe never thought much into other than, you know, Jesus died and then he rose from the dead. That's, that's awesome. But how incredible is that really? <laughs> I mean, and it's the greatest thing that's ever <laughs> happened in the history of mankind. Um, and it's just taken on such a deeper meaning to me now. And just having gone through many life experiences, um, but resurrection it's 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 new life and i think we have an opportunity each day to live a new life and to begin again and to um really be who god's calling us to be and i think that's what the easter season is all about and being a christian is all about it's just we're gonna have our tough days gonna have our tough times but Life with Christ is abundant, and there's always an opportunity to start fresh and get back up after we fall. And, and it's interesting, actually, you mentioned start fresh, and, and that's what novice means, right? It's Latin for, for fresh or new beginnings. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's crazy how, um, you know, <laughs> God speaks in so many different ways, but um, the bones of our company and the DNA really centered behind this message of new life. So. Yeah, that, that's so cool. And there's also a great quarterback, Philip Rivers, right, who yeah. had this saying, Nunc Chepe. Yeah. And um, that also means to begin anew. Yeah. Right. So as we're entering this Easter season, I hope that we can all call to mind uh, the ways that God can help us to be rebirthed, so to speak, to be born again and to have this resurrection in our own life. Now, oftentimes in our life, as we're journeying, it can be sometimes hard to see that light. And yes, Easter, a great celebration. But then there can be these moments that come across and we could kind of forget or we can go and veer off the path. How do you stay firm in your faith 
and miss the different trials and difficulties, the challenges. It could be in business and it could be in your personal journey as well. How, how do you stay the course? Oh, man, I, I think it comes back to um, there's a lot of grace involved and in community, really, because sometimes you just you can't do it yourself. You don't have the, the willingness to fight. Um, and that's OK. Um, but it's just so essential to have people that are there for you to pick you up when you're down and people that are praying for you. I think for me, I just, there's countless times where I've, I think by the grace of my mother and father's prayers have allowed me to persevere through times or my brothers or friends, um, people that are out there praying for me that I would never even know. So I think, I think, you know, God, God is working all the time. I know that. Um, but I think if we could all just remember in those moments that like, we don't have to do it alone. And like, sometimes it's okay to just rest mm. in him and allow people around you to, to fight for you. Like the paralytic mm. that was lowered down through the roof by his friends he couldn't do anything on his own, but the faith of his friends saved him. So I think that, I think that's why I loved, I just want to surround myself with Christ centered people because I know I'm not, I'm going to have my tough, tough times. So, um, yeah, I, I can't say enough about building an amazing community of support. Yeah. I love that. And I love the fact that you mentioned the paralytic and how we have to be reliant on other people to, draw into community and also to invite others in. And the greatest thing, you know, and you mentioned this earlier on the podcast, that you had a friend who invited you to the Bible study. And if that hadn't happened, we wouldn't be sitting here today doing this podcast, let alone working together to become really close friends. It just shows us the power of invitation in our life, but also the power of being open, right? And one thing that I have to say is it's cool to be Catholic, to have faith, and to live it out, especially when you find like-minded and fired-up individuals like yourself. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. It's, I don't think there's anything more refreshing and exciting than meeting someone with a depth of faith. I mean, it's just your conversation goes from how's the weather to, you know, tell me about your life. You know, it's like a, a wall just breaks down and mm. it's just... It's just so exciting to talk to someone on that level. And once you go there with someone, you don't you don't really want to have any shallow conversations anymore with people because you're like, man, we could go so much further. So, yeah, I mean, it is. It's a life in Christ is, is an abundant life, a life to the full. Amen to that. No, I love that. You're right. And it makes me think about, you know, Easter is coming. And for a lot of people out there, maybe they're listening to this and, and they're wondering what is next for them? What's the next step of faith? Where is God going to lead them next? Which group of friends are they going to encounter? And I, and I hope that, you know, your message will just encourage them to understand, to continue to be open and that God does truly have a great plan in store for their life, because sometimes we can lose sight of that. Now, switching gears a little bit here is really cool because, you know, we're talking about Holy Week and you actually had a great opportunity and took the initiative, I should say, to go to the Holy Land. 
Now that's that's something unique. It's on my bucket list, and and God willing, I'll be joining you actually on a trip coming up, which you're going to speak about. But tell us about that experience and how it's enriched your faith yeah. in your life. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely blessed with the opportunity to help lead a trip to the Holy Land a few years ago. Actually, I think it was leading up to Holy Week or maybe part of Holy Week I was there. So that was powerful in itself. Um, But I've just, uh, the scriptures have completely come to life. It's like, you know, seeing them in 1080p. (laughs) Just, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to describe, I guess, um, being in the place where Jesus walked in water. I actually, I snuck out and I swam in the Sea of Galilee. Wow. I was like, I, I have to. And, and it's funny. I was there with one of, uh, uh, a brother from a community that I was close with while I was in New Jersey. And we snuck out and we were swimming in the Sea of Galilee and there was a little fishing boat that crept up next to us and it was dark out and there was a guy in it and we were like jesus Is that <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't him but it was like the cool it was like an old wooden foot fishing boat um but yeah just experiences like that or uh renewing my baptismal vows in the jordan river hmm. um where jesus was baptized um pretty wild or just i mean being in mary's house that you can get to see the kitchen where she worked and smoke stains on the walls um where jesus died on the cross you know i've worn my cross around my neck since i been 16 years old when i was confirmed and i mean how many crosses do you see today yeah and how like how many times do you actually think like oh this was like a real time and place hmm let alone getting to be at the exact place where Jesus died on the cross and seeing the rock that split when he let out his last breath. Wow. Um, you know, it's, it's just an amazing experience. That's kind of, I think to this day and probably for the rest of my life, there's going to be different things that speak to me Mm. from it. So it's just, you just kind of soak everything in because if you tried to really take it all in when you're there, you, you can't. <laughs> you can't because it's so amazing. But it's crazy how you remember different things at different times. And it's it's brought the scriptures to life for me. Yeah, and, and hopefully people will have the opportunity to take a pilgrimage to the Holy Land at some point in their life. Uh, whether they do or not, you know, only God knows. But one thing's for certain, there are experiences in our life where God shows up and he really speaks to our heart. And when we go through different encounters with people and we have these times that we can look back at as like, wow, I know he was fully there and fully present. Those are what we can hold on to, especially during the trying moments of our life. You know, that he shows up time and time again, and he's going to carry us through. And it's these beautiful experiences where we feel close to the Lord. And and it's my hope that people will take the time during this Holy Week and after, you know, to do the things that will stir up their faith, whether that be going to Mass another time during the week, or to confession, or, you know, praying, or or taking part in a Bible study. These are all ways for us to grow our faith and, and grow community. Um, I know that you're excited to do so. 
Um, and I'm very, very uh, happy that you've invited me to join you to go to the Holy Land. And you've been already. So what has led you to to want to go back there? I mean, obviously, you had just a tremendous experience. You just alluded to that. But to lead a trip back to Jerusalem. Yeah. I mean, again, I think just being presented with the opportunity to be a leader on the trip is just nothing but a godsend. It's hard to hard to really say no when you're presented with that kind of opportunity. Um, but just knowing what it's done for me and coming back and really seeing life from a, a different lens, I feel like, you know, I, I'm always striving to grow in my faith and see things the way God wants me to see them. And I know that, you know, I was blessed like four years ago when I went and it, it's brought so much um, perspective to the way I see things and the way that I'm able to just appreciate God's goodness in every day. And I'm continuing to seek that. And I know that just being where Jesus walked is something that's really special to me and it'll never get old. And I, yeah, I, I'm getting to go with some of my closest friends and some of my family members this time. So like, you know, that's a dream come true. So hopefully, um, you never know. Maybe maybe I'll have another opportunity to go down the road, but maybe I won't. So I'm just looking forward to making the most of this again and uh, excited for it. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned something there that really stuck out to me, and that was seeing it with clarity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in life, a different lens, as you spoke about, and that's what faith gives us. You know, I often think about times in my life where maybe I wasn't seeing things in the most clear manner. I didn't understand what God was doing. And then I wonder, was I really relying on him? Was I trying to do it on my own? And for people out there, especially younger people are trying to find their way, they're trying to navigate through life. It could be really hard. But if we have that faith and we have that perspective, if we're able to look through it through a lens of faith. Ultimately, it's going to give us more peace. Mm. We're going to have joy even when we have to go through those trying times. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the lesson that God's continuing to teach me is, you know, if we see through his lens, the tough times, there's always something amazing that's happening. And it maybe it's it's a season of of darkness or being in a desert, but God's still working in those times. And I think just if we can ask God to help us see from his perspective, our greatest trials become our greatest times of perseverance and lead up to our greatest triumphs. So um, it's, yeah, it's just an amazing thing. And yeah, that, it's a great prayer <laughs> to ask God to help me see through through your eyes. For sure. And, that, and that's really what the Easter Triduum is all about. The, from Good Friday, where the the cross and Jesus, you know, opening up his outstretched arms to to forgive us of our sins and open up the the halls of heaven. And then in the waiting in the tomb. And then finally, in the day we've all been waiting for every year and in, in the resurrection of new life. And life itself comes to the full when we have that faith, but we have to trust. And that trust is built on that firm foundation of our faith, but on a relationship with the Lord. So I'm just so blessed to have had you here on the podcast to share your faith with us, to help us to understand how God continues to transform your life. 
Yeah, I, I can't thank you enough for having me on. And, you know, I want to just wish everyone a very happy and blessed Easter, um, a blessed Holy Week, and really just pray for everyone that's tuning in. And, um, you know, God is, is doing amazing things in our lives and wants to resurrect our hearts and our dreams and our passions. So, um, I pray that this would be an encouragement to all you out there to just reclaim those, those dreams and, and the nudges of the Holy spirit that God has put on your hearts. So thank you, Dan. Oh yeah. And, um, yeah, this is a blessing. No, amen to that. Yeah. So let's continue to remain open and absolutely everybody. I hope they have a great Easter season with your family. God bless you. And until next time, keep living life to the fullest. For the Life to the Fullest podcast and all of us at EF3 Life, we wish you a very blessed and joyous Easter season. Thank you for joining us for this special edition of Holy Week, journeying to and through the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus. And as always, stay blessed and know that there's only one way to true peace, and that's following Him, the King of Kings and the Lord of our hearts, Jesus Christ, the King of Peace. God bless you and have a holy and happy Easter.